Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Girl Man Watch Kid Shit. It's me, TJ, and I'm here mm-hmm. with the person who wastes the first 30 seconds of recording, Ba-na. Jordan. Ba-na, 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 ba-na. Hey, we timed what that perfectly. What is going on? We did. What's going on, everybody? Happy summer. Let women vote. It's good to be here with you, TJ, talking about um, a movie that I'm so excited to talk about, but uh, we're doing Jaws, and... For those of you who are like, wow, that's kind of outside their realm. Yes and no. Uh, We were doing Jurassic Park and got to talking about other movies that are sort of similar. These sort of movies that are designed for uh, the whole family to go and watch, you know. Um, Jaws is actually the original uh, summer blockbuster, the original family blockbuster. I remember my mom, TJ, telling me that like Jaws was – she lived in a town that had – the theater only had two screens and on one screen it was like nothing but jaws for like the entire year really yeah yeah she was she was she was like for the for for like the majority of that year that that came out that was that was just that you just see jaws all the time so um so yeah i i thought it was kind of cool for us to kind of look at this movie through the lens of our show be like is this something that is right still is it something that's appropriate is it something that still works as that sort of family because it's not a kids movie per se but it is a family movie kind of and i'm excited to explore that with you i really am yeah it's all what it's rated pg it's rated pg but that was also before the pg-13 rating system came about it was like a so they just used to be a hard jump to r yeah, and I th- it was um, I know Gr- I know it was Gremlins. It was Gremlins, and it was uh, I think Temple of Doom. Yeah, it was those two movies that sort of caused them to like look at the rating system and be like, there needs to be a middle, <laughs> like there needs to be something in the middle here because so like, these movies are pretty are pretty uh, pretty far out. So, and the first PG thirteen movie was uh, was uh, Red Dawn, I believe. At least that's what. That's what I've been told. Was Red so. Dawn the one with the Wolverines? No, that's X-Men. Uh, Red Dawn no. is the one with the kids fighting back the Russians. Yeah, I thought they called themselves the Wolverines. Uh, no, you're thinking of X-Men, but it's okay. I'm Would not. Push up? No, I'm, I'm not. not. <laughs> yes, yes, they're called the Wolverines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason, I, the reason yeah. I asked is because my <clears throat> high school, the reason that we are the Wolverines as a fucking, uh, what's it called? mascot yeah is because of that movie right yeah it does have the wolverines in it um so i you know this um because i've told you um but i i love jaws uh, this is if i could put this in a in a, a a list of like most i hate to say the word important movies but like you know most important like you need to see you know these movies this is like my favorite of like 
the classic, you know what I mean? Like the Turner classic movies bunch and, and, and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think this movie works on so many levels. Uh, I love it. I, I remember falling in love with this movie as a kid, watching all the sequels and stuff like that. I think this movie oozes summer. This is a perfect summer movie. Um, and so uh, my, I, I will say that my rating for it, what I, or this is what I'd like to do. This is what I'm going to propose to you. We rate it as... Uh, uh, on the scale of like, is this a good family movie this day and age? I'm down with that. Yeah, because I think, and of course we'll talk about it. We'll still kind of maybe we'll give two ratings, right? But let's do that. Let's do let's rate the movie, and then we'll rate it on that on that scale, like on a scale of you know, uh, yes, yes, take them, no, don't take them, or you know, maybe wait a little bit, kind of thing. Um, because I also watched this with my kids and they loved it. Um, and I know that you can still go see this in theaters. I know that uh, the movie theaters around here uh, uh, next month, you can go see it on the big screen. And they have those things. I've always wanted to go, TJ. They have those outdoor screenings of it where you're, uh, you're floating Ooh. on the water. Um, be kind of cool. So, so you know I love Jaws. I know I love Jaws. And now everyone else knows that I love Jaws. What about you? What did, did you did you grow up watching this movie? Were you big into this? I mean, I was a scary ass child. I was scared of everything, right? So mm-hmm. you're talking about someone who didn't use the bathroom by himself. Like I had to have someone outside the door for three weeks after I saw Revenge of the Body Snatchers. Couldn't mm-hmm. do it because uh, there's that one scene where the girl's taking a bath and the, and the body snatcher comes from the ceiling, and re- I was like, "This is too much." Yeah. Um, so for, for me, it always felt like um, a a warning. You know what I mean? Of like, hey, don't go out on the beach because yeah. your ass gonna get ate. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I feel like I have before rewatching it, trauma blocked out most of the film. Really? Yeah, because I was like, I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember any of the stuff that happens before the last 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Which is saying um, something. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty frightening. And, and, and definitely after watching Jurassic park and this kind of so close together, this is, yeah, to me, this one, this one's a little bit more, more frightening than Jurassic park is. Jurassic park is like thrill ride, you know, like amusement park stuff. This is like <laughs> tension. You know what I mean? You know, I think that that's, Part of it is if we look at the way that just the Jurassic Park IP was handled. Yeah. Uh, hey, remember that this movie came out in like 75, right? So mm-hmm. way, so I don't want to say way before I was born, but 13 years before I was born. Um, so for, for someone to watch it or show it to me was more of a like, a, hey, have you seen this like classic? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a mystique about it as opposed to. I was alive when Jurassic Park came out. And I also think that by the time Jurassic Park came out, the way that they handled summer IP movies was different because the Jurassic Park uh, movie came out. And then like what, shortly after there were video games, there were t-shirts and there was the arcade game that was at the movie theater. And so like all these things to like demystify the experience of Jurassic Park Mm -hmm. as opposed to this, I think because of the way that it was filmed and just the, the way that 
news just felt like it moved slower and different back then, it was easy for someone to say, you and I grew up going to Galveston all the time, right? It was easy yeah. for someone to say, like, oh, yeah, this going to eat you. Shark's going to eat you, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there was yeah. no one there to debunk that. So if a rumor yeah. spread that, like, there was a shark attack in Galveston, yeah. there's you, you couldn't look. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it's that, it's that sort of based in reality, uh, com- this compared to Jurassic Park. Like, Jurassic Park, there's so much uh, fiction in that science. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and Jaws is like, no, this is, this, is, this is biology, motherfucker. Like, this is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a shark's going to do what a shark's going to do. It's the, granted, highly, highly uh, 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 exaggerated. And when you think about it, dude, like, what this movie did for, like, just – sharks in general you know like (laughs) it put sharks on the map no it made it to where like people were legit terrified of that and that's another thing so my mom really loved this loves this movie my mom showed me this movie as a kid and so i might be a little bit biased like my love of this movie obviously has some sort of family uh uh, ties to it but um she was like i mean in, in talking to her and talking to people who grew up when this movie came out in theaters it was a fucking big deal, dude. Like, like people were legit afraid of the water. And then I haven't done, uh, you know, next level homework on this, but when you look at just horror and, and kind of terror movies and things like that, that concept of we're going to make you afraid of this. We're going to make you afraid of summer camps. We're going to make you afraid of showers. We're going to, well, granted psycho was before this, but, do you know what I mean? That concept of yeah. like, we're going to make you afraid of this thing that used to be seemingly harmless, you know? Um, and this movie definitely rocked people, uh, uh, especially like beach communities and stuff like that. What a time to fucking be alive, man. The seventies were wild. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, we talk, we'll talk a little <laughs> bit about it when we go into the movie, but I think it's also the mix of practical effects with just like real shark footage that, yeah, you know, I, I mean, for I'm thinking about just the effect that using real life based terror in movies can have. I was terrified of bees because of my girl. Oh, yeah. For the yeah. longest time, I was just like, bees will kill me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know, like, just not only that, but like, don't fuck. I was afraid of. I was afraid of the wind because of Pocahontas. I'm trying to paint with them colors and it said, bitch, no. <laughs> but I mean, like, even just statistically, the fact that even today, we know more about the surface of Mars mm-hmm. than what we know about the ocean. Yeah. It's frightening. What is it, 33%? Well, no, I know 70% of our planet. No, 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 I know that motherfucker. I'm saying we only know like what the stat was. (laughs) We only know like 33% of what, of, of what's in the water, of what's in the ocean, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I mean, let's be real. Like obviously a shark like jaws, you know, if there is something that size, it's way down in the bottom. Uh -uh. No, you don't think so? Great whites. No. No, I'm not saying great whites. I'm saying like big, big monsters and shit. Got to be, got to be down in the undiscovered parts. Maybe. I think that we don't look. I think that we are the next ten years. Something big is going to just wash up on shore. We'd be like, "What is that?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Because I mean, you know, Da-na. 
Trivia. Who's ready? Okay, wait. Before you drop my beat, though, can I just say, TJ and I had very different childhoods because I was afraid of bees because of movies like Candyman. And I think there was one about, like, killer bees as well, kind of a la Mm. ticks and arachnophobia, but bees. Uh, So... I mean, you, you know, scared the candy. Strokes. You scared the candy man. I just didn't fu- like Michael Myers, like <laughs> Freddy Krueger, Candyman. <laughs> if it was a singular titular person, I was like, I know how to avoid his ass. Mm-hmm. I just ain't gonna fucking. Ooh. I ain't do like Hellraiser. Don't hand me a puzzle box. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that seems very easy, but mm-hmm. I do feel like, come on. That's why. That's like, why people like you want to join puzzle it, leagues. Disguise like, it no. as a Rubik's cube. You are gonna. Scoop up way more souls, you know? Also, too, with Jaws, uh, the theme song. I mean, the theme song, obviously iconic. And I I can think of very few movies where all you need is two notes and you know exactly, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) Exactly the movie, you know? Yeah. Well, let's drop a lot more than two notes and drop a beat. Who's ready for some trivia? I am. Pick me, please. Thank you. Okay. Well, Lil' Kim is being slightly chill right now, so I'm going to try to get this in before she loses it. Uh, Classic trivia. Here we go. Yeah. Jordan. Yes. Mother and dead son, played by Lee Fierro and Jeffrey Voorhees, respectively, reunited years after this movie where? A- in a Jaws-themed gift shop in Cape Cod owned by Voorhees, B, in a restaurant owned by Voorhees over an Alex Kittner sandwich, so that was his name in the movie, or C, at the 25-year celebration autograph signing? Hmm. What's the first one? A Jaws-themed gift shop in Cape Cod owned by Voorhees. Oh. No, I'm going to say C. No, it's B in a restaurant owned by Voorhees over an Alex oh. Kittner sandwich. It was a seafood restaurant, and she came in, and they had an Alex Kittner sandwich. And uh, she was like, oh, how funny. I played his mm. mom in the movie. And the server was like, oh, my God. And then here comes Jeffrey Voorhees out of the back. He's like, yo, this is my restaurant. Oh. That's probably not what he said, but yeah. What a what a, what a fun question to kick off jaws <laughs> trivia that, wow that really fun thank you that feels very sarcastic but okay <laughs> i thought it was a fun question kim especially because his ass didn't know it <laughs> fun hey sandwiches okay. all right yeah okay also you know me am i not gonna go with the one about sandwiches i love sandwiches delicious is overrated but continue <gasps> Anyway, I won't I won't deduct points for that statement, but TJ, mm-hmm. not satisfied with the first version, Spielberg had the prop department redo Chrissy's arm for the reveal of her body on the beach. How did they make it better? A, they were able to work with a body farm and get a real arm. B, they completely remade the prop arm using wax techniques from Madame Tussauds. Or C, they buried a female crew member in the sand with her arm sticking out. C. 
It is C. Ooh. I was like, that yeah. one just seems so mm-hmm. against like OSHA regulations. Yeah. That has to be right. <laughs> Spielberg's like, I don't like it. Bury that woman. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, no, yeah. Steve, no. <laughs> it's for the art, Patrice. Yeah. I'll do better, I swear. Shut your mouth. all right well after all those fun and games it's time for the everyday w points opportunity and our category is sharks what else would it be okay i know i'm doubling doubling nothing i guess so yeah sure you so you would like to take this opportunity every day to double your points yeah possibly get a thousand Uh, thanks okay thanks thanks, buddy don't why what is it with you (laughs) Can this shark eat your attitude? Can it chomp on no, that? No, but apparently it can eat an Alex Kinter sandwich. <laughs> All right. Okay, don't don't hate the. Wait, no, don't hate the game or the player. You know what? Anyway, apparently, don't be yeah, don't be drinking that haterade. Apparently, great white sharks are the number one culprit when it comes to human deaths via shark. But what type of shark takes the second place title? I know, Lil' Kim. It's very upsetting that all these sharks keep biting people, but it's the people's fault. Anyway, I'll get off my shark soapbox. A, tiger shark. B, bull shark. Or C, mako shark. Ooh. <laughs> um, like this question more? Yeah, because I want to say... Uh, I want to say t- make... No. It's got. It's tiger. It's got to be tiger. Is that your final answer? Yeah. It is tiger shark. Yay! Yeah, well, Kim, Daddy gets a thousand points. What are you shaking your head for, TJ? Don't worry about it. (laughs) Dang. All right, TJ. (laughs) What kind of tail does a shark have? Homo Saracol. Saracol? Girl, you can't hold up. Hold up. Time out. Why are you picking? How am I supposed to pick when you can't say the words? Yeah, stick in there. Okay. That's probably, one, that's probably the one. Homo Saracol, Hetero Saracol, or Mono Saracol? Oh. Homo, same. Hetero, different. Mono, one. Um, What's this beautiful mind shit you're taking? (laughs) I'm going to say... Wait, wait. Are you doubling your points on this? Did I ask you? Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to say B. It is B. Ooh. My mind is gorgeous, bitch. (laughs) That's because... Is that because the top top is different size than the bottom? Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. I didn't look up um, why. Yeah. So after that, we've got Jordan at 1,000, TJ at 1,500, and I need your uh, wagers for all, all of it. The me- um, excuse me, you're going to let me finish my bit. All the Mavises. Little Kim's joining and helping with all the Mavises today. The category is Mo Sharks. So All of it. Okay, fine. I'll do 1,000 as well. Okay. 
Oh, I know. I know. I'm going to need more hands for this, though, little Kim. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> good sirs. Uh, not another type it in, Mavis. I'm going to set a one-minute timer, and you're both going to go back and forth naming shark types. If you can't come up with one or the buzzer buzzes on your turn, you lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. That was great. So oh. we are going to start with TJ as he is in the lead. And I'm going to mostly go off memory, um, but I do have a list of sharks here. It's she been said long, though. memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I feel like I know a good number. Can they of be? Sharks. Can I feel they like be? I know more shark types than you both. Can they be fake sharks? No. They have to be like types of shark. He said fake sharks. Like real sharks. Okay, so no me- no no megalodons then. Yeah, they're alive. Alive, not extinct. Real bet, swimming uh, in our TJ, oceans today sharks. Delete that. Delete that. Because I know TJ, I know TJ is gonna go for that first and foremost. He's gonna say no, the No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. Okay, right, are we ready? Are we ready? TJ's going first because he's in the lead. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Great white. Basking. Basking. Yep. Mako. Yep. Bull. Yep. Tiger. Yep. Whale. Yep. Fine tooth. What? Hang on. Fine tooth shark. We're going to pause. She got to hold up. That's what she get. Stop. We are going to pause. That's what she get. I'm going to refer to my list because I have not heard of that one uh-huh. okay i'm on the okay i am on okay okay i see it i see it resuming timer now george go cat shark cat shark mm-hmm. i know that that's real okay tj macro macro shark okay george nurse shark yeah little nursey sharks tj oh my god Oh, hammerhead. Uh huh. George. Zebra. Okay, wait. I would like to pause the timer and check that one. Zebra shark. Are you sure yep. you're not thinking of zebra fish? There's a zebra shark. There's also oh, there's another sure, shark that's named after another there animal. There sure is. All right. Resuming now, TJ. Uh, 15 seconds. Uh, no! Uh, I'm going to go for dog shark if there's a cat shark. <laughs> okay, okay. I paused it. I paused it to check. He's goof. <laughs> there's oh. dog fishes. Uh, no, there is no dog shark on the list. No. No, it goes to Jordan. Hold on. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say cat shark, then leopard shark, then cow shark, then salmon shark. Those are the four sharks that I know that also have other. Oh, and zebra. No, no love for the goblin shark. I don't What's know. I know the goblin, goblin shark. Oh, it's, it lives real deep and it like has a really scary mouth. Mm. Yeah, I know. Little Cam. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to. Do this. Oh at, fuck no! That thing, oh hell no! Was it look oh, like? Let me look it hell up. Hell no! It looks like hell. It looks like Goblin Satan himself. Shark. It looks like he pooped out a shark. And oh said, my god! god. <laughs> okay, so we have not done a back oh and my forth god. yet in this new age trivia. 
So do we TJ just loses. have teach and deduct his wager or Yeah, you wanna go you wanna you wanna play big, go big, you know what I mean? Are we good with those rules going I, forward? I can't look at his face. I'm looking at these goblin shark pictures. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in this, in this scenario, there isn't uh you both could potentially win your wagers. You know what I mean? Like someone's gonna yeah, lose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I say yeah. Jordan gets the whole wager. If I get I get half I get a third. How about that? A third. Why? Because we went back and forth for almost a full <laughs> minute. How about why? <laughs> You trying me today? I'm just I saying. I swear to I God, mean, I no. Mean, you need to find like, two, three, that, and four because I'm not the that one. Work, okay. Would that work? Would that, would that? I mean, okay. How about a fourth? Sure. How about a fourth of the wager? A fourth. Okay. 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 We're going to give the wager. Yeah. We're going to give TJ two fifty, uh, which brings our round score to Jordan at two thousand, TJ at seventeen fifty. And our season standings to <clears throat> Jordan at 20,117 points and TJ at 20,267 points. The TJ still in the lead by 150 points. This is your music. It don't matter. Oh, they both playing. That was dissonant for a and second. See, and see, if you didn't get that court, I, I'd be... I'd be I'd be in the lead right now. Well, Jordan, mm-hmm. in the future, so theoretically on these ones, because uh, I know I'm going to get a quarter anyway. I can be like, I'm not going to play, and I still get a quarter. No, you have oh, to no, play the main not play. Award okay. you any points? Okay. okay, okay. What what is that? I'm That's like saying, that. oh, I'm I didn't show up to work. Do I get a quarter of my pay? No, bitch. Well, okay, do the job. Okay. Plus, that's disrespectful to Kim for putting it. Look. You know what? I'm not yeah, saying I'm going to do yeah. that. You need to I'm listen. Saying, I'm not saying I'm going to do that. <laughs> he, Kim, yeah. I'm sorry that he's disregarding the work that you do. I think I Just, deserve another 250 points for not respecting you. I'm not going to do that, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. got more integrity than that. Jordan. She ain't going to be no fuck you points given. You know, that ain't going to happen. Yeah. 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 Agree. Because well, look at that. I mean, TJ, you didn't if we, if TJ, we do you not see have behind integrity. Kim, you see how the ceiling's a little bit blue? Yeah. That's the reflection of that pool bouncing off the top of that. Ooh, man, doesn't that look good? Ooh, it's out there waiting for me. Oh, man. my goodness. Well, you know what's waiting for me? A sweet little baby to feed her. So I'm going to go uh, do that happy trivia and enjoy sharks because yay sharks. Uh, I will What'd leave you with one other fun fact. I have a shark tattoo. You have a shark tattoo. And also, did you want to tell everyone, because you, you really like this movie a lot too, don't you? I do. Yes. Yeah. And I have always liked it even as a child. And I will say this was ripe for teasing from my brothers because we would vacation in Cape Cod. That's where my mom's family is from. Uh, so we were literally swimming in these waters. Not once did they ever bring up Jaws while we were at the beach. Oh, so, that's nice. Yeah. They would just uh, take clumps of seaweed and throw them on me and yell, jellyfish. Uh, but no sharks. Yeah. 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 You win some, you lose some, I guess. 
I mean, only five people die a year from sharks. It's usually the person's fault. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, I mean, I would venture to say it is one hundred percent the person's fault. Don't be in the water. So, and you would, and you you would go to Cape Cod a lot. Was so so was Jaws is really big in Cape Cod. Yeah, and I did. She has uh, not texted me back yet, but I did ask my mom because she was in high school when this came out. Uh, not to put you on blast, mom, but you know. Uh, so I asked her if like people were afraid of the water. Cause again, she was in the She wasn't in Cape Cod mm-hmm. for high school, but like the area. Uh, so, but she loves this movie. She watches it for 4th of July every year. Uh, so yeah, it was real big in our house. And I think, I think this is where my love of sharks uh, started. Just always been a fan. Also because like, just don't go in the water and you won't get bit by them or like stay in the shallows. Watch my ass get bit by a shark one day talking all this shit yeah but you do you hear those stories and it's like they were swimming in the ocean at dusk in their hunting grounds it's like well that's just maybe a bad choice so sharks don't act like the shark in this movie pro sharks that's what they want to think good pr (laughs) (laughs) did we wait did we play me out yet no we just played play me out DJ, why you got this? You got a stank face on right now. <laughs> Good God! I looked over at you. Was like, this, this dude wishes he was anywhere else but here right now. No, you just won't give me my two hundred fifty points without. You me got just, your two hundred fifty points. What you complained about? You hanging on? You're hanging on. You know, you got a also, little more time. Here's a question I have. What? Since we talking about, since you mentioned the pool, Kim talking about swimming it, swimming it. Do you prefer swimming in the sea or in a pool? Uh, man, that's trick. I mean, the sea because, like, when you say sea, you talking about like, like middle of the gut, like middle. Because I've been deep oh, sea. Oh hell no! I've been deep sea fishing. It's like I'm not getting in this fucking water. There's nothing around here. But well, okay. I do like beaches and lakes over pools, typically, yes. I like I lakes. I don't like yeah. beaches because I don't like the sand. Right. Love going to the river. I, I don't know, man. Rivers are, water. Yeah, rivers are different, too. I Like, yeah. the ocean is just something I don't want to, like, fuck with. Although, yeah. like, when I went to the Dominican Republic, I went snorkeling mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And, like, that was – but the water is clear. Like, you can – you know, right. the fact that you can see down, I'm like, I feel safe. Yeah. Yeah, I went uh, snorkeling in Mexico a few times. Um, some pretty stuff down there. But, yeah, I just never um, – I like pools. I, I mean, I, I just love swimming, dude. You know what I mean? And, and And as I've gotten older, again, I think you and I talked about this. I'd much rather uh, do things to cool off than to warm up. And my love of summer is like it gets the greater and greater each year. Yeah, because yeah. it's like the time to cool off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One more quick thing before we go get our drinks. One thing that I do want to talk about are the sequels to this movie because I even Man. watched the shit out of these sequels. Don't want to talk I, about them too much because retrospect, they're not that great. Because don't Jog- they just don't they huh? just like play up the fact that there's a killer shark that's just killing people? Yeah, well, it's it's a it's a shark family, and they're after the Brodies. So in this one, uh, it's Bruce, and Jaws two, it's uh, uh, Bruce Brucette, which is Bruce's mate, and Jaws three, it's Brucetta, which is which is their daughter, 
Uh, and then in Jaws Revenge, uh, it's a shark named uh, Vengeance, which is their son. Yeah, this they they tried to do this whole shark universe thing. Uh, now the fans kind of I think named uh, Jaws Bruce, uh, but I I don't know if colloquially that's what they called the shark. It like doesn't come set. up in the movie at all. Yeah, no, it doesn't. No, they're not saying oh Bruce. They don't say that. But but Bruce is synonymous with the 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 name of the of the shark in the first one. Um, the sequels aren't that great, but I do like the variety that we get. Um, and I will say that as a kid, I watched Jaws 2 a bunch because that was like Jaws, but more more uh, shark kills. And it was when all the kids go out. Did you watch any of the sequels? Mm-mm. It's when all the kids go out on a big boating trip. So there's like sitting ducks out there, you know what I mean? Uh, so it's just like more kills and stuff like that. And Jaws three, it was in 3D when it came out, but that's the one where it's uh, uh, the shark is trapped in a in a theme park, like a Sea World type place. Dumbasses. Yeah, and then Jaws four, uh, Jaws the Revenge is what it's called. Uh, Chief Brody is dead, and their youngest son gets killed in the beginning of that movie. And then uh, Michael ends up killing the shark. And I don't know, it's, it's weird. And then Michael Caine is in that one and he flies a seaplane. So they tried it, but nothing nothing beats the original with this one. And it's not even like an alien aliens comparison. You know, like they're both, both alien and aliens are really good movies. They just have different feels. Jaws and Jaws 2 is like, there's a significant drop in quality. Mm. Yeah. Because what... I. And Steven Spielberg didn't direct any of them. That's probably why. I don't think he did Jaws two. I know he didn't do. I know he didn't do the other ones. Um, he didn't do Jaws two. I just looked. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you know, but it's one of the things, man. When when something when something sells, it's gonna you know, it's there. The studio is gonna try to try to make more out of it. But anyway, I think with that, let's go get our drinks and come back and talk all things Jaws. So unless you are fighting for your life or swimming for your life uh, uh, from a shark, we invite you to gra- grab a grab a cool, cool summertime beverage and uh, hang with us while we revisit this classic blockbuster. And we are back. Jordan, how was your trip to the fridge? How was your swim? It was fridge. good. It was good, man. I I, uh, I swam down there real quick and came back up here. I um, look summertime's here officially. It is now officially summer. If you do that summer solstice where you don't know, dance around naked in the woods, whatever y'all are up to, I don't I don't care. But but uh, who's y'all? So, whoever so, no, I'm not. Whoever does the summer solstice, winter solstice, all that. I'm, I don't know. I'm not down with all that witchcraft kind of stuff. But the first day of summer is finally here. And what I am down with is getting uh, getting summery with it. So I think watching a, the perfect summer movie uh, with a perfect summer drink, lemonade. This is the Simply uh, Spiked Lemonade uh, Seltzer. So it comes in a big can. I haven't seen these in any other uh, type of container except for these big cans. Have you seen these in like a six-pack or a 12-pack or something? Yeah. I've only seen them in these. And they have the regular lemonade, the strawberry, and the peach one. Um, this is the regular lemonade, and boy, is it is it refreshing. They are tasty. They are rather tasty. What about you? What you got? Uh, so, <laughs> you I mean, I know mad. what you got, but yeah. You're already going to be mad. I got um, a Bush Light Apple. 
So this, let me, let me, I know, let me spin you a yarn real quick. So Bushlight Apple was supposed to only be limited time, right? And so Taylor's brother-in-law was like, if they're only going to make it once. Yo, I'm sorry. He is your brother. Not your brother-in-law. Jesus, you ain't got a brother-in-law. What's wrong with me? Taylor's older brother uh, was like, let me buy seven cases. Because he's like, it's limited time. It's not going to make it anymore. And then they kept making it. (laughs) So now he got seven cases of it. And so we took a case yesterday. Yeah. Is it? So you, you, you smuggled it. Is it worth it? Does it taste? Someone told me it just tastes like an apple fell in my drink. Pretty much. It tastes like someone put apple juice in your uh, bush light a little bit. At first, you're like, here's the thing. It's not like the super sweet apple that you get from like a cider. It's, it feels more fall than summer, to be honest with you. But they yeah. make a peach, the bush light peach. Oh, slap your mama. So good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just I'm not a fan of like the flavored unless it's like a like a like a craft brewery or something like that. And even then it's like I'm not going to be drink, like I won't be drinking apple beer on the daily. You know what I mean? I'll have like a Oh yeah, no. Th- I will say you can't drink more than like two of these before you're like, "All right, what else is next?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> That's what I got in the house. Uh, all right, we're talking about Jaws 1975. Uh, directed by Steven Spielberg, based on the novel that came out the year before. I want to read is, this book. So apparently, the book uh, is nothing like the movie except for the end. Mm. So the first two acts of this movie are original, and the third act, the the chasing on the boat, is based on the like last hundred twenty pages of this novel. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, well, the more you know. Uh, this is uh, Jordan and I put this on this list because we consider it one of the prototypical summer blockbusters. It it, it is it's the first one. It's the first summer blockbuster. They filmed yeah. it for nine million dollars. It made four hundred and seventy. Oh, at the box office, four hundred seventy-six point five million. When your movie makes. The the budget that your movie is against become when the profits make that budget just a drop in the barrel. It's ridiculous. Four hundred. How much did you say total? Four hundred. What? Four hundred seventy six point five million. God damn, dude. And here's the thing: I didn't know it's doing those kind of numbers. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Uh, and this might be controversial. All you motherfuckers who are mad at the MCU. All you motherfuckers who are mad at the Top Guns, the Mission Impossibles, the 007s, the Fast and the Furiouses. The the fact I will give it the Fast and the Furiouses, all the tempo movies, blame Jaws. Blame Jaws. What's that? What's the oh, because the blockbuster thing or what? Yeah, Universal Pictures is all like, we can make how much money? Yeah. And so ever since then, motherfuckers been chasing that, right? I mean, it's the it was the highest grossest the highest gross film of all time until Star Wars was released two years later. Yeah. But like Star Wars showed that like Jaws wasn't just a fluke. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, people will come out. It was giving them 
when you think about it, it was it was like an experience, you know. Yeah. And I don't say this to disparage, you know, any of these classic movies that came out before Jaws. I mean, look at The Godfather. God, Godfather one came out what three years prior. Fantastic yeah. movie, but let's be real. And this is going to sound super reductive. It's a bunch of people talking. You know what I mean? You boil it down. Yeah. It's some great scenes. It's still. This is back at a time when film, I think, was still kind of more theatrical. And now you have these like like a Jaws, like the camera going under, oh, under the water and all that kind of stuff. Like giving right, experience. Right. And yeah, I agree with you. Like people flock to see these sorts of things, and and then the sort of the business model kind of changed. A hundred percent. So <clears throat> yeah, they said, oh, we can make something that captivates the world in mm-hmm. such a way that. You know, the fact that there's a Jaws restaurant and motherfuckers yeah. are like, yeah. Ludacris was just on a, a, it was a Howard Stern. I can't remember some radio show. Maybe it was a breakfast club. I can't remember. But he was like, he was like, I'm so tired of people, you know, complaining about how many Fast and Furious movies there are. He's like, then stop seeing them. He's like, he's like, we will never stop making them because the studio makes like a billion dollars, you know? like Exactly. <laughs> we are not going to stop anytime soon, you know? No, I was like, even the worst like MCU film, they make at least twice their budget. So yeah, like, this yeah. is a this is a this is a win for us. Mm-hmm. Regardless, here regardless. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> see, I would say this: this w- like we need to see each other in person again because we get uh. to the point where after like after a while we just get this itch. <laughs> we just get goofy you know what i mean it's like it's like i feel it's like a we need a reset yeah <laughs> uh this is um, gonna be yeah. one of those episodes for new new time listeners tuning in for the first time they're like are they even friends <laughs> when you're the best of friends want to stab him in the jugular <laughs> i don't want to stab you I don't want to stab you. Threatening violence. Fuck. I said, right. I, I, said I don't. She right, listen with your ears. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, this takes place. Uh, the movie takes place in a New England beach town of Am- Amity, uh, which means friendship, as yeah. the man says. <laughs> like, fuck you got to have your little anchor sport coat on. You know, Amity <laughs> means friendship. Uh, directed no by a friend Steve of me. Yeah. Not at all. Uh, directed by Steven Spielberg, based on the book by the same um, by the same uh, name. Yes, Jordan. Can I say something real quick, just on Spielberg? I I think I know like what solid filmmaking is, and then I see a Spielberg movie, and I'm like, that's it. I mm. haven't seen every Spielberg movie, but I have not seen a bad one. That's fair. That's very fair. I feel like Spielberg is like the Toyota Corolla of of filmmaking. You know what I mean? <laughs> which is why, yeah, just which is why he's able to keep making likes- films. They're like they're like move out the way. Let Stephen do what he does. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. So okay, back. To Did that. I tell you that my uh, quick Steven Spielberg story? My mom, she loves ET so much uh-huh. that she stood up in the movie theater and clapped. Really? Yeah. When the aliens come, like when when they get away and the aliens come for ET, she was so moved that she stood up and clapped. ET is another good one. Maybe we should do ET in the future because that one I think is more geared towards like like uh, kids. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, this movie is rated PG, uh, and like we said, it made a shit ton of money. Uh, but yeah, New England Town uh, starts with this girl who goes skinny dipping. This dude's chasing her, and like drunk. he's yeah, he's too drunk to follow her into the water, and she gets eaten by a shark, and she's found the next day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, there's the sheriff who's all like, "We have to shut down the beaches." The mayor's all like. Bitch, we can't shut down the beaches because we're uh, we're a resort town. So we make all our money for the year during the summer, basically. That's what keeps us af- afloat. So if you do that, you'll kill our economy. Uh, Makes total sense. It does make sense. Uh, and then he's all like, but the sheriff is all like, no, for real, though, we got to do it. Um, it's not until three, like a dog and two more people die that he's like, okay, we do have to shut this down. Mm-hmm. Um uh, we have Hopper, Hooper, sorry, Hooper. Hooper. Yeah. yeah, Hooper comes in, who's from, uh, basically, he's a shark expert. He comes in, uh, and we have uh, Quint, who's like, I will kill this shark for $10,000. Just let me fucking do what I gotta do. Um, One of the greatest character introductions of all time. I've always wanted to introduce myself in the back of a, of a, of a room, scratching down a fucking chalkboard. Yeah, I, so... that. A couple things I'll say about this. So the first two acts of this movie are set up, right? And like the most traditional movie sort of way where the first act is like, we think there's a thing. The second act is mm-hmm. confirmation of the thing. The third act is going to go yeah, slay the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, I, I texted Jordan while I was watching it today because this movie stressed me out, not because of the shark part. I think that within the context of the film, so much of it is suspense. Uh, the camera plays between like, are we here to just observe what's underwater versus are we the shark? Right. Um, Mm -hmm. this interspersing of real life, great white shark footage with these like gruesome murders and stuff like that. But the thing that caught me by surprise in this movie, and it isn't in contemporary movie making is that there were scenes where they were like, six motherfuckers talking at the same time. Yeah. And, and I was like, who am I supposed to be paying attention to? Mm-hmm. Who am mm-hmm. I listening to? And I, and you know, it's a different kind of feeding frenzy during those scenes. Ah, uh, see what you did there. Ah, see, it's a different kind of feeding frenzy during those scenes that quickly shifted my thing to being like, they get the solution <clears throat> to the, to the uh, problem pretty early on. He says, right. the shark will still be here as long as it has food. Stop giving it food. Eventually, it'll go away. Mm-hmm. And all these motherfuckers are just talking, 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 talking. Uh, and we talked really early uh, when we texted anyway about how greed and like money and foolishness are the real bad guys of this of this movie, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so a, a, a little boy dies. They put out a thing. She says three thousand dollars if you catch the shark that killed my son. They catch a tiger shark. They think that they've done the the the, the uh, due diligence Hooper is all like now nah, it's a great white shark blah 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 uh, so the first honestly hour and fifteen minutes of this movie people in Beach Town being afraid of shark yeah I think that's pretty fair yeah it's the last forty five minutes of this movie that I find to be the most interesting I know people who uh, will watch this movie and just Fast forward to the to the third act. 
yeah. not even not even watching any, any of the town stuff, which I don't do that. First off, like it all goes by super quick. This is a quick movie. Um, it's two hours. It's not quick. What are you talking about? I mean, I think I think pacing wise, it, 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 move, it moves pretty quick. So I'm saying like nothing, nothing really drags on for me. I like I like all the town stuff and I like the Quint saying this is what you need to do. And then them thinking they got it. I love the scene where uh, Brody uh, is drunk and they're on the boat with who he's on the boat with Hooper and they go down to try and find the and they see the head and they get the tooth, but they drop it, you know, all this kind of stuff. Um I like all of that. Uh, I like the mayor kind of fumbling around and the mm-hmm. billboard painted with like, ah, oh, there's a shark attack. Like I, I, I sort of like the fleshing out of the world. But again, I don't think there's anything wrong with watching this movie again, just to watch the the third act because it's a phenomenal third act. I mean, so good. It is so good. And I think like people are going to look back and people already have, but you look back like just movie, movie making history, like, the orca boat and the and the shark like this it's it's iconic <clears throat> yeah yeah it's it's quite good and i think that the uh the thriller part of this movie doesn't really so the thriller part of this movie doesn't really kick up for me until the third act right um there are some things in the in the second act, like when Hooper is looking at a boat that's obviously been bitten by the shark that just doesn't do well. Like there's a there's a dead body in it, obviously wearing like some Michael Myers esque sort of mask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which looked and I will say so. I watched this with my um, eight year old and, and five year old, and they they loved this movie. They were like glued to the TV the entire time. But seeing that head, that was one of the one of I think three moments where it's like, ooh, that's a bit much. You know what I mean? But still, yeah. it's it's done in a way where it's not it's not gratuitous, you know, and it's just kind of like you know, it's really quick. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's that, and then with uh, with the um, third the arm act, reveal, I was like, Ugh. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that, and then there's that one. Uh, that curly head kid um, who's on the boat. Remember, when he gets and, eaten. Yeah, it's, and you see his leg fall down uh, to the bottom there. The girl in the beginning, you just see her just getting dragged, you know, so that's not that's not too much. But in going back to that curly headed kid when he dies, remember, TJ, you see like the shark on its side, like just underneath the surface of the water and like opening yep. its mouth. It's like, that. Look, that's fucking. Fucking frightening, dude. <laughs> this whole so, goddamn movie is terrifying. Yeah. But, um, but, and so, you know, the it's it's funny that a lot of people will fast forward to the the back part of this movie because that's the part that is most true to the book, right? Which is a testament to. I was like, this book is probably phenomenal, mm-hmm. and because. Um, Quint is a G and like, that's all Quint. You know, third act is, yeah. you just get so much Quint in that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, and then the third act is, the uh, the sheriff or sorry, the, the chief of police. We have Hooper, the shark expert, and we have Quint who we find out is an ex, uh, Marine Navy. There's an ex, uh, uh, Navy sailor who's on the USS Indianapolis. Um, and, 
was there was there in the water for five days and survived sharks circling them, just picking them off one by one. Because um, yeah. I texted I texted you, you about this too, like which was like a real thing, and not a lot of people knew about it until the monologue in this movie. And then you you look at it and it's like okay that really happened yeah people really did die from shark attacks and shit like that, um, so yeah and I, and I love the delivery of this monologue and I told you this too this whole scene of them like sharing the the scars with Hooper and, mm-hmm. and Quint going back and forth, um, one of my favorite uh, dialogue exchanges in any movie I just think it's just so funny and so layered um, and I'm kind of say like this. a bit of brevity before the shit hits the fan. Oh, 100%. Like, it's a very odd couple get together before they explode sort of thing. And mm-hmm. I'll say this. You know, something about, like, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show off my, my tendencies here. There's something about, like, the, <laughs> the way that they were, like, rolling up their pants legs, putting their legs on top of each other, touching. I was like, this is homoerotic as hell. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I'll, drink to, I'll drink to your leg. You know? like, I was I'll like, drink to your happened? butt cheek. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's very. Yeah, yeah. It was, hey. when, it, was when, it was when they got, like, real close in the booth, and he put his leg up. He showed him oh, yeah. the leg, and he goes over. He slides over. He grabs his leg. Mm-hmm. I was like, what yeah. is happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, man. You know what happens on the orca? Like, sailors, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I I, I th- there is I think a deleted scene where Quint and Hooper like make out and then they're interrupted by the you dumb as hell. By the <laughs> you get the fuck out of here. But no, you bring you bring that up because you're gonna find someone who dissects that moment. You know what I mean? You're I'm sure there I'm sure there's a film class right now that talks about you know uh, all these different layers of Jaws and stuff like that. But to feature a moment like that in a po- movie that was so popular, right in the '70s. I don't know. It's like this stuff. This stuff been around, y'all. This stuff has been around, and and to now all of a sudden take umbrage to some of these things doesn't make any sense to me. But yeah, I yeah, truthfully, I mean, there's a 2018 article I just googled real quick. It said Jaws is a film full of queer intimacy you never noticed. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's you know, it's it's it's, it's one of those things. I so. do think that I do think that there's something about this movie that is definitely about three men on a boat seeing each other actually be scared right and and how there is like a closeness and an intimacy in that and that but when they get on the boat when they first get on the boat quint uh quinn is like fuck you you know like he's like my Uh, one of my favorite lines too is when hooper's like i'm gonna get in this cage and he's like you cage goes in the water you go in the water our sharks in the water and he's like yeah, yeah. and he starts singing that fare thee well fucking shanty yeah. he's like what a pimp <laughs> he's like dumb as hell yeah but no you're right and it's 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 three men on a boat together trying to hunt the shark for very different reasons you know quint doesn't give a fuck about amity island you know what i mean it's no. like he needs to kind of atone for some of the things that happened right in his in his past and stuff we and he talks about when he talks about his buddy, remember who, who uh, was like, he was bobbing up like a cork or whatever, you know, shark bit him in half. I like to think that Quint is out, is doing this. Cause he's like, Oh, this is a way for me to avenge my buddy. And maybe in this 2018 article, it's probably like, no, he was actually in love with that dude or whatever it is. You know, mm-hmm. um, Hooper is there for the science of it all. I just want to experience it. I just want to see it. I just want to 
say that I was the one to, 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 to be a part of this discovery. And then Brody's in there for uh, his family, just for his job, you know, and it's like, man, I need to make sure that we get rid of this thing so we can open the beaches. So, you know, I really like the different angles that all these men are coming at when trying to get this shark, like getting, getting this shark means something so different to all of them, but was with just as equal uh, weight. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that through this third act, there's just like a releasing of my way didn't work. Let's try your way. Your yeah. way didn't work. Let me actually do a conglomerate of both of your ideas and then we'll do the thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's important. But yeah, basically, and you know, they kill the shark. Quint dies. Quint gets eaten. And the most, and the most, Quint's death is the most, uh, I want to say, visceral. It's the it's the longest one. It's shown the longest. Him fucking being eaten by the shark is just it's a lot. Um, but then uh, Hooper and the uh, sheriff, uh, chief of police, whatever the fuck his name his his title is, um, they live. Chief of police kills the shark by sticking an air tank in the shark's mouth and shooting it, and mm-hmm. they explode. And then. The last line. Oh yeah, the sheriff hates the water. The chief of police hates the water. Uh, and as they're swimming back, he's like, "I used to hate the water." And Hooper's like, "I can't imagine why." And then the movie ends. Um, I know that was like a super brief rundown of the plot, but really the plot is like, "Town's afraid of shark. They go chase shark. They kill shark. That's the right. plot." Smile, you son of a. Yeah, yeah, that's the plot. So, like, if we're looking at it from the perspective of. Is this a kid or family movie? <laughs> it's definitely not a kid's movie. Um, so I think, so let's look at what we have. We, we sort of went through the kind of gory, bloody, bright, violent sort of moments, which to my recollection, there's, there's four. There's, the- the dead body in the beginning. Yeah. There's the head. There's the leg. And there's, Quint, there's the Quint's arm. death. Quint's death is pretty rough. There's the arm. There's seeing the little boy get pulled underwater. Oh, but see, that seeing like seeing that stuff, like whatever. But I'm saying like the actual, like the actual, like prosthetic I mean, or the actual thing you see. True. I think that I, I honestly think that the. There's a moment where the chief of police is going through the book of all the shark attacks and trying to learn about them. Some yeah. of those images, I was like, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what adds to the terror of this movie is because they're showing like, hey, here's real research of shit that's happened to people. Mm-hmm. Right. It grounds it in a way that, like we talked about, Jurassic Park doesn't necessarily do. Right, right. And I think that that stuff was – that's the stuff that made me kind of be like, because okay. it's like putting the terror in your lap. Right, right. Okay, so here's what I want to do. Um, I want to give two ratings for this movie. I want to give just what our rating of this is out of 10, right, like what we think of this movie. And then the second thing I want to do – this is going to be fun. Ready? Mm-hmm. Because when this came out, this was the family block. Everyone was going to see this movie. 
yes or no, and we're going to say our answers at the same time. Is this a family movie by 2023 standards? And then we'll debate. Correct. If we get different, different, uh, if we I say mean, the same thing, no, I mean, episode over. I still want later. your reasoning. I still want your reasoning. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So first one rating of the movie, this is a 10 out of 10 for me. I mean, I just, I, I, no, no, no surprise there. Um, one of my favorite movies of all time has been for a very long while, I think in terms of what it does for the medium, um, what it did just socially, um, definitely something there uh and what this kicked off i mean we now have a slew of oh this big thing's gonna eat us you know uh movies and stuff like that so yeah this is this, if if you really want a solid movie if you've never seen jaws before do yourself a favor and check it out um really really solid and streaming now right yeah i got it on amazon okay because I, I had to I, rent it i had to rent it for like 350 okay worth it Actually, no. You, I'll let you talk about that when you talk about your rating. But I've, I owned this movie on VHS. I owned it on DVD. I have it on Blu-ray. I now have it on 4K. I will buy it every single new physical iteration. Although I doubt we're we're probably done with physical media, aren't we? No, we don't think so. No, there's always going to be people who want to fucking own something. Like physically own it because we like, talked th- about this. I I like owning movies that like are classic that mean something to me that like I'm always gonna be, want to be able to watch. Right. I'm thinking about like we bought everything everywhere all at once because we're like we don't want to be restricted by some studios as Hattery mm-hmm. with a twenty four. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. But I yeah. just wonder what the next thing is going to be. Eight K. Yeah. <clears throat> okay so yeah that's that's my rating of jaws 10 out of 10 what about you i'm giving it uh eight and a half out of ten Boof. okay wait let all right the it's a great film it's a really good movie the issues that i have with it are very minor and it really is the fact that like I feel tonally the third act is just so strong that some of the introduction stuff at the very beginning of the movie I was like all right whatever um and I know that you said like pacing for you is fantastic for me I'm just like just get me to the part where we're on the boat mm-hmm. as fast as we can because like, you know that's like, where we're going that's yeah because I know that's where we're going and I just want to mm-hmm. get there faster and 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 I don't mean like much faster I mean like five to seven minutes faster mm-hmm. like i didn't need i i can i can tell you right now the soon the scene that i was like i don't need this like i didn't need the flashing back and forth of hooper calling on calling in all these people none of which fucking show up you know what i mean um oh wait they do show up that's right they do show up yeah. they're out in the bay but none of which who do anything in the last half of the movie you know what i mean i didn't need um the part where Hooper and the mayor are arguing about the sign. I liked the the idea of the sign where like the shark fin is pant. But when Hooper's like, I don't need to talk to someone who's not gonna listen, I was like, cool, scene over. But then we get another like two minutes, two and a half. You know what I mean? It's like stuff okay. like that. I was like I was like, especially because I know that the mayor's not gonna be convinced until some shit goes down. Mm-hmm. Right? There's just a constant repetition of we need to shut down the beach. No, we can't. Uh, we need to shut it down. We can't. We need to shut it down. 
We can't. And so like we hear that over and over and over again. And they're also just not trusting the chief of police to fucking do his job. And I'm just like, what is the bro checks and balances? Like what the fuck is what here? Yeah. That's the, okay. that's the only reason. You okay. know, I'll actually, I'll actually bump it up to like a nine because that's no, a no, minor. No, yeah, no, no. I, let, let, me, let me bump it. <laughs> hey, go tell me no. I will say that I, one thing I appreciate about this movie, because you said it today, you were like, with regards to Quint, you were like, they don't write characters like this anymore. They don't. Quint is a fantastic character and they allow yeah. him to come across as one way. And, and, and I think that's what I love most about that scene right. is that, uh, when Hooper first comes in, you're like, he's the expert. You should listen to what he says. Mm-hmm. And then he evolves to be like this cocky asshole, right? right. Quint comes off as like this cocky asshole. And then you realize like, no, he takes no shit because he's seen some shit. Right. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. like, I love the reversal there. I love the switch. I love the, just the growth of him as a character. And I think that's my issue with the first the first two thirds of it is that the mayor doesn't grow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's no, yeah, there's, there's nothing there to kind of push me towards like giving a shit about anyone on land. Yeah. There's something with Quint and Hooper's relationship that I really find fascinating. And the more I watch this movie, the more it kind of reveals itself to me. It really is like two people on completely opposite ends of the spectrum on the, on the outset, but really both, sort of agree having more in common than they, than they realize. And then then, them coming together for a common goal. It's like Quint and Hooper represent the best of humanity, you know, when it comes to stuff like that. Um, And I don't know. I just, I I find it really, um, really charming that whole thing. And yeah, with the mayor and obviously when the pandemic hit, you know, the mayor was a, a right for meme, uh, stuff again, just cause it's like, you know, open these things, open all this kind of stuff. But I do appreciate how the mayor, because we get a couple of scenes with him where he's like, you kind of see he's kind of torn, you know? Um, but I think in keeping with your, like, they don't write characters like Quint anymore. I think with contemporary filmmaking, they would have given much more pointless nuance to the mayor. You know, we would have had scenes with like the mayor and like, uh, you know, some, some sort of outside influences making it to where he's not, you know, op- not closing the beaches and all I that kind of I stuff. I don't know if we would have gotten that today. I think that I think that I don't when you say pointless nuance, I, I'm i going to disagree. I think that we would have gotten some nuance. And I think that that was my issue is that the mayor, to me, had no nuance. I don't think he needed it, though. I think no, I think but I think Quentin Hooper and all them needed it, but I don't think he needed it. It's not. A, I can tell you the scene where I was like, "Fuck this dude and everything he stands for and the way he's written." And it's the scene where he goes to the older gentleman, who's like, "How come you're not in the water?" And he's mm-hmm. like, "Get in the water, right?" Yeah. It's just that that moment. I was all like, "Bruh, that is so like." And I I for, I for like having reasons. characters that I don't like. But, I like but, having but, characters. But, that but hear me out. Hear me out for okay. a couple reasons. For a couple reasons. One, I was thinking about, he's like, oh, yeah, this town runs on the economics. All those motherfuckers sitting on the beach are still buying shit. What economics are you oh, worried yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, if that's your argument, your, your beach is still full of people. Mm-hmm. And if anything, you and I know how the news work. People won't get in the water, but they'll still be like, I want to fucking be here if shit goes down because people are morbid. Yeah. 
So I was and, all like, what are you worried about here? And so whenever he was, he was basically dooming someone to death. Cause I hear you when you like, there's a couple scenes where he's like, he ain't that torn. Motherfucker ain't that torn. Well, Especially no, when he's that's like, what I mean. It's like, they give a little bit, but not enough to like add an unnecessary layer to him. Cause to me, the mayor's the true villain of this whole fucking thing. Because if the mayor agreed to just close the beaches, Quint would still be alive, right? They wouldn't 100%. have to, like they said from the beginning, stop giving the motherfucker food and he'll leave us alone. Um, and I just appreciate whenever, and we talk about this a lot when we talk about like Disney villains and stuff. Like I appreciate like the villains or the, the, the snot nosed characters that are just there to be fucking shit bags. You know, I don't know. I, and but okay. but here's the part that gets me. Okay, cool. Then you want to be upset because my kid was on that beach too. Hey, what child? You ain't say nothing about nam kid. You yeah. ain't worried about nam child safety because the oh, kid already died. Dude, he's porking everybody in town. You know that. I know, but <laughs> probably. So ain't nam kid that you actually worried about, motherfucker. Two, if you so worried about your child. Why would you like I like that's the thing I don't understand. If there's real yeah. tension there, if there's real like I am unsure, but I'm willing to have someone else be guinea pig, show me that where everyone else runs in, but he keeps a hand out for it. Like that would I would have been like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that it, it, it's something small like that that would have been like, oh, okay. So this is what he's really mm-hmm. about. He is unsure. I see the fact that he's unsure, right? Uh, and then he's still mumbling like, I was doing what's best in the town's interest. No, bitch, no. you can't say that and then also say that you're worried about your child at the same time. Right, right. That's my only problem. I bet he and has. So, like, Sorry, what? I'll say, and so like, that's why when, when we get on the boat with the three of them, all preconceived notions of characters fall away. They're fantastic character studies. Like it's It's seeing three people. Like the sheriff, who's also like, I'm terrified of water. Why do I got fucking do like? Th- just that dynamic is just way more mm-hmm. interesting to me than the mayor, who comes across as borderline mustache twirling. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, mean, I, and so, I, like, I agree with you, and I just think so, that if they remade Jaws, yeah, I wouldn't want them to give the mayor any other dimension than what we get here. It's just tonally. I have an issue with the shift in tone. I like I have an issue from mustache twirling. Uh-huh. The town has to survive to this really intimate character piece. I don't know. I kind of I kind of like it. I kind of like like it 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 reinforces that separation. Like when they're on that boat and it's just the three of them on their own. It's like man, we are we are far away from the like the buffoonery and the fucking politics and the bullshit. Like we're getting down to like really matters here but i can i mean i can see that i i think it's just a matter of opinion at this point you know i mean i yeah. can see you know because he does i mean it's very and i mean come on dude like your little your little anchor sport coat you know and like yeah you the know, anchor sport coat, and, you know, and then you have the three fucking goons behind you you know that girl that yeah, get killed by a yeah. shark it was a propeller they do yeah. it all the time she got drunk she's i'm just like <sighs> and see like, that that yeah. is very like old hollywood yeah, like political characters on screen. So I guess when you look at it from like just a film history sort of standpoint, 
and then you have them break away from that literally it's almost like the movies figuratively break. I don't know. There, there's there's so much going on in this movie, and, and you there, could spend days some deeper, talking. About there's it. some deep analysis there for sure yeah, about the yeah. the way that it's it's structuring it and all that other stuff. But you know, I think that, I, and I guess the other part of it is, and this might this is a viewers just want, and it might be the way that Hollywood hands a story. I feel like he got away with it. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's the thing that's gross to me. Well, because like, now that, mother- that motherfucker should have been on that boat. He should have mm-hmm. been the first one in that water. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, because you know now we have um, the mayor. You know, the mayor is someone who would capitalize on. Oh. Oh yeah, I signed off for it. They look look at our chief of police who did this great job. I'm so yeah, glad I hired him. Yeah. All this other shit, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And, and the news is so far up the mayor's ass that even if the chief of police tried to say something, yeah, like it's that part of it. I was like, but still, which, nine out of ten, nine out of ten. Yeah. Which it's been a minute. Hold on, there was a. I'm looking at the plot for uh, Jaws two because I know it opens with um, Brody and his family. They're like, they're, it doesn't open with it, but in the beginning, they're at some like highfalutin, like, like gala, like some party or something. And I do believe, really? yeah, I'd have to, it's, it's been so long since I've seen it. Um, and there was a lot of that stuff that I just wasn't kind of tapped into when I was younger. Um, but I definitely let, like, I left the sequels back in my childhood. I've rewatched the original so many times, but the sequels have been left back in there. But I do believe that, like, Brody achieved some level of, like, local fame um, because of this. Um, the only thing that I remember, really remember making the connection to is the, you know, the yellow barrels they use in this movie? Yeah. Uh, to, like, tire them out. Well, it's used as a planter in front of their house in Jaws 2. Like you see him walking home as a little planter. I was like, oh, man, you know. Um, that, that whole barrel thing, that's a, that whole barrel sequence is just a genius in like filmmaking. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's it's great. And I want to talk, too, about the way Quint dies. Like, did you, did you get a sense of like, he just kind of, it's not that he like let it happen. Just something. I just have this image stuck in my head of the shark just like dragging him. You know what I mean? And he's just kind of no, like, he, he's no, already he, dead by that point, but it's just like, just the way that he went down, you know, it's no, sad. He, kicked, he, he kicked and fought the whole, you know, and he yeah. goes for the dude's hand. Like he doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. I think that it's like a poetic justice sort of thing. Like he's killed all these other sharks and he's out running as far as long as he can. Mm-hmm. And now it's just caught up to him. What a great fight. You know, there's a Funko Pop with that. Really? There's a look it up. Uh there's a there's a Funko Pop with uh you can actually get I think it's one of them Funko Pops, TJ, that's in pieces, you know, and you put it together. But you can actually if you look up Quint uh Funko Pop oh, I or found Charles, it. I found it. Yeah, you see how he's kinda like chewing on the Well, fuck, yeah. You know how much this shit is going for in the secondhand market? Got to be like 200 bucks at least. So for the full one, the shark eating boat from Jaws, uh-huh. $94, $95 or so. For one of just Quint being eaten by him by itself, it was a, it was a con exclusive, $157. Oof, wow. Man, Funko Pops come and go, don't they? They do. My little Tony Soprano one that I got, 
I looked that yeah. one up on Amazon and that one's already like upticked in price. It's like, like 50 bucks, 40 bucks, something like that. It's crazy. Um, but, oh, so we got to do the second part. We got to do yeah, the second, second part. part. Do we so on three, is this, is this still a family movie? Ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Yes. No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> We're supposed to say no. at the same time. I think it is. I, I think it's something. Obviously, you use use good judgment. Don't be bringing no three-year-old. But, I mean, I do think that it's still very much a movie that you can bring the kids to. I'd love to bring the kids to the uh, – I've seen pictures of it. I've always wanted to go. But, like, how you just kind of floating in a tube and, like, just shallow pool – and it's like a drive-in kind of thing. They, I think they did it at Schluterbahn not too long ago. Yeah. Um, I love to do something like that. And, and, dude, the fact that they broadcast it at goddamn Schlitterbahn at a, you know what I mean? It's like I still think this is a, a good a good family movie. Will it scare some kids? Maybe. But, you know, you know your kids better than I do. But coming yeah, from I someone think- who's shown a, an 8-year-old, a 5-year-old, and a 4-month-old, although she doesn't really, <laughs> can't really register. know what's happening. It it's still a family movie as far as I'm concerned. I think that this lives in like the hard parental guidance on the PG scale sort of thing. Oh yeah, right? uh, like like w- I think that this would 100 percent be PG 13 if the PG 13 rating existed mm-hmm. then. And I think because of that, it moves it from like when I say family film, I mean like I can recommend that. Like anybody can go see it, right? right? Trolls is a family film because, like, even like scary stories we tell in the dark, that's not a family film. I know it's PG thirteen. Nah, you that need to make sure that your, you need to make sure that your child is sured up. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, no, there was, <laughs> dude. That we haven't even talked about. There's some stuff in that movie. I watched it recently. I was like, God damn, it's like, too much. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> and I was like, this is PG thirteen. They snuck. They, like they, they stuck. They snuck some R shit in there. I'm gonna tell you because that there was some pretty hardcore stuff in that movie. Yeah, that was, I, I remember that was PG thirteen to the point where I was all like, "Oh no, this rides that line." They were like, "What do we have to cut?" Like, it's the only PG thirteen scary yeah. movie that I've seen in a while. That I was like, "This is actually frightening." Somebody, um, somebody beat somebody up or performed a sexual favor to get that rating. Because that, because it's not. Yeah, no, that's that's an R if I've ever seen one. Right, and so I think that this push, like, because of the there's several factors here. One, there are people who are legitimately just scared of water, like deep water, to begin with, right? So you're already having them in a film that does that. Two, the fact that like it is based on real animals, and there are shark attacks, and there are the, like, right? It's just a lot, and then the death of Quint is quite graphic the the death of a it's like they kill a child they kill a dog they like if you if you stack all those things up and i'm just like laying it out as far as facts go teenage this is like to me this is your child is 10 they want to feel risky you want to feel like the cool parent you show them jaws and they freak out a little bit at night you know like at a sleepover if that makes sense. I think that, and I say this with all love and respect, I think that you do a very good job of of showing your kids things that that are at the upper limit of their of their age thing because you don't make it a big deal, right? You don't let it live scary. You're like, this is fake. You you. But I don't think that everyone has control of the way that their kids intake stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So and because my, of that, that's what yeah. stops me from saying yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, you know, parents, y'all, y'all know what's best for, for y'all's kids. But I, I do think that this is probably one of those movies where it's like, if you're taking them to the theater or whatever, you kind of like shield shield their eyes at some point. You know, no one really does that anymore, but something like that. Um, but yeah, well, you so, prep them. You're like, hey, by the way, yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. stuff. There's some shit in this movie, you know. Um, but yeah, still, what a what a fun ride. I'm, I'm glad we did this one. Uh, you know, you know what, this is the first movie. film that we've done in a long time that we like, hey, just pre- like if you're going to take your kids, actually have a conversation with them about like, you're going to see some stuff. Know that it's fake. Know yeah. that this is like, yeah, yeah. And surely, like I say, I've never been to one of them, but surely at those, at those, like, what do they call float ins or whatever? Like, surely at those things, they're like, there's got to be disclaimers and stuff like that. Um, you know, I think that they leave. I think that most places leave all that shit up to the parents, as I think that they should. Mm-hmm. But I also know that there are parents who are like, oh, I loved it as a kid, so you'll love it too. Not having seen it recently. Not yeah, having yeah, like yeah. without full oh yeah full you gotta, awareness of the content and then they're like oh shit I forgot <laughs> yeah no you got to do your homework I did mine I was like man are my kids old enough for Jaws I was like let me watch it again let me let me you know watch it again with their with them in mind and I was like yeah I think they can handle this um, and then I think it's also the fact that not every motherfucker does that that gets me yeah and then also yeah not making it a big deal you know not like their first time at watching Jaws was. And the daylight on a Sunday afternoon, right. you know what I mean? In the, right. in the living room. And it's like, if they didn't want to watch them where they could have got up and done, done whatever. I didn't take them to a theater, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Their first time seeing it. But I still think that do your homework and, and this still exists for me anyway, this still exists in that like family movie uh, category, lowercase F though. So yeah, um, I love the fact that you de-escalated the situation. Right? It wasn't like we're going to watch this on a Friday night right before you go to bed, so that we oh, can sit no, with no, all. No, no, no. Like you watch it in the middle of the afternoon, so that way if they have any thoughts or worries, you have mm-hmm. time to like. Ro- I th- like that's the. It's like the wonder of whenever I do sit down and I watch horror movies. There's something different about like I'm watching this on a Tuesday afternoon and the sun's coming through. Like I can, I can take it in easier. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's important. And that's also something too with, especially with my daughter. So my daughter now, she's really showing an interest in, in scary things with the book she's reading and, and all that kind of stuff. So now I'm going through all of these movies and showing them, um, or, you know, and, and, and showing some of them to her, but obviously watching them beforehand and uh like i think with gremlins it was the same thing like i put gremlins on um that movie's so stupid uh i was watching that again i was like this movie this movie sucks <laughs> you know but um but watching gremlins but it's one of those movies where it's like you gotta watch it at least once um and just putting it on you know and i'm like hey i'm putting this on watch it don't watch it you know i don't really care just kind of taking away some of that some As opposed to being like, we're going to sit down and then, you know, what do you do the thing when you sit her next to you and you keep looking at her to see her yeah, reaction to the, no, like I don't, that I, whole, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't like doing that. That's the and, stuff. Yeah. And, and because I think too, and this is just parents in general, like nine times out of 10, unless you're really shitty at your job, your, your kids are going to want to make you proud. You know what I mean? And they're going to want to, and 100%. I don't ever want to put my daughter in a position where she kind of overextends her limits with what she can take because she's afraid of like disappointing me for some whatever reason. So just mm-hmm. making it not a big deal. 
And it's the same thing with, with, with Jaws. It's the same thing with stuff like this. Now, I agree with you that, you know, this, this came out at a time when the idea of the family movie wasn't fully formed yet. And when I say family, I don't, because I think too, a lot of times when we talk about family movie and people's minds, it leans towards kid. You know what I mean? But like family is in like the whole family can watch. Everyone's going to get something out of this. This is back at a time where that was still kind of, uh, uh, being, being worked with, um, in a way that like, okay, we can do other things outside of like Christmas musicals and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like we right, can accept right. these other experiences. And if this did come out during the PG-13 rating system, this 100% would have gotten a PG-13 rating. Like no, no bones about it. Um, but yeah, it's e. all about a family movie. You know what I mean? E- yeah, E.T. is like family, like like capital F. You know what I mean? That is yeah. a boy befriending an alien and going around and getting in a little misadventures and hijinks and, and shit like that. But there's still enough depth there for adults and like they get the political right. entry. Yeah. Yeah. The, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but, um, which I, I think we should do that one at some point. Um, I think that'd be a good one to to tackle because um, I, man, I haven't seen that shit long time in a BT, minute I neither. since so long i'm wondering how many images from that teacher kind of like burned in my brain it's like oh that's where that's where that yeah. that image is from but anyway yeah that's jaws i'm glad we watched oh one other thing i wanted to point out one of my favorite scenes in this is uh when those little sh- shit ass kids are pranking everybody with the little oh, shark, yeah, fin. With the shark fin and Fuck everyone runs out and there's that one fucking Honky mom, just just holding her kid and screaming. It's not moving. Not <laughs> it's moving. like go, go. That's the thing. So I was watching that, and like I had to catch myself because my hand did that like move on yeah. motion. I was like shoo, 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 yeah. and, and I was like, I was like, get eat, get eight. I don't exactly. care. Exactly. That's like I just love my kids so much. I was like, no, no. And I remember I looked at Kim. I was like, if, I said, you better never fucking be like that. Fucking white woman right there. You better never. She's like, we talked to ah. different. That's that's how you get the ultimate why. That's the ultimate why right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're just not moving. Yeah, yeah. Just I was uh, like, you know, move. And and you see and you you see the dark heart of some of these motherfuckers. Remember that old fat man kicking that <laughs> just little girl move off those kids <laughs> out the way. <laughs> Kicking that girl up for a little floaty, getting that floaty. I love the way that the guy behind him was like, "Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah." And then when those little, when those little, those little fucking badass kids come up out of the water and they got all those guns pointed at them and shit like that, I love that scene. I thought it was really cool. There's another one in Jaws too because Brody has all this paranoia and he thinks it's a shark, but it's like a school of bluefish and stuff like that. There's a lot of boy who cried wolf stuff in the second one. Um, but, um, anyway, cool. That's Jaws, y'all. That is Jaws. We want to thank all of y'all for joining us for another, another episode of Grown Man Watch Kitchen. Why is this apple kicking me in the mouth? Um, we appreciate y'all being here <laughs> with us. As always, continue to take care of each other. We hope that you give us a rating on any way that you listen to podcasts. Five stars, great. Four stars, excellent. Three stars are below. Jordan, what would we do to them if they rate us three stars are below? You, gonna- you pick. We're either going to feed you to the shark or we're going to make you wear an anchor sport coat. Anchor sport coat. That's mm-hmm. even anchor sport coat. And then you have to act like you're narrating everything. Yeah. And you got to march. You got to march. We're going to parade you around town with an anchor sport coat and everyone's going to be throwing tomatoes at you and shit like that. I love it. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love it. Um, 
like I said, please make sure that you take care of each other. Uh, stay crispy. Stay crispy, y'all. We're going to make you wear an anchor sport coat and film you saying COVID was a myth. That's what we're going to do. Some people might believe that. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> well, they deserve to get eat. <laughs> How dare you give them a platform, <laughs> sir? Think about that. Could you, you imagine? Cannot be, you what cannot a way. Be, you can't be pro let women vote and then what a way. Let's <laughs> First off, I don't think COVID was a myth, but this the 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 uh, symbolism between right the mayor character and all these anti fucking uh, maskers of vaxxers stuff like that. But what a way to suss out your friend group. For you to jokingly say COVID was a myth, and then someone be like, fucking A! Like, oh shit. <laughs> Finally, somebody says it. You know who killed all those people? The government. <laughs> the birds who aren't real. The you, bird, uh, <laughs> they flew in with those drones. God, have a coca Dr- smile and shut the fuck up. Like, just, what are you, who gives a shit? Every time I hear someone about to go in on some goddamn conspiracy, I'm like, I don't fucking care. I'm trying to pay my bills and feed my children. I do not fucking care. You know what I want for you so bad? I want you to just run for office in any capacity. And your challenger say something. He say, have a Coke, have a smile, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) I want that more than Mm -hmm. I can ever let you know. That's such a good between that and singing like a sea shanty talking about fare thee well and stuff. Have a have a coke and a smile is one of the best like dismissive lines you can tell anybody. You know, man, have a coke and a smile. You know what? If you ever sing a sea shanty at me, we fighting. I don't even know any sea shanties, and I didn't get on board with all that kind of stuff. You know, even playing sea of thieves with y'all, I'm like, ah, I'm still not. You know, the pirate stuff is just a little too. I don't know. I got to, you know, we got, at some point in time, we'll have to tell the whole world about you and fucking Sea of Thieves. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Oh, uh, okay. So, we got to fight a right, shark. We're going to fight a shark and Sea of Thieves soon. We're going to we fight should. a shark. We should. Next time that shark come around, we're going to fight it. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. You're going to be you're gonna be like Quint. Just in the water with <laughs> <laughs> I'll save you. I'll save you, friend. All right. Appreciate it. Is there more stuff we got to tell them? Or are we done? No, we're done. Okay. Uh, this was a lot of fun. I want to know, out of the two of us, who do you think is dying first by a shark? Oh, you. He said that quick. Do you think I'm going to be near that water like What if that? you didn't have a choice? See, here's the thing. I think both of us. What do you mean I ain't got a choice? I, got I, a, I only got to do two things in life. It. Be black and die. I've been right? thinking about it. I've been thinking about it. You and I, you and I are both dying. You're dying and I'm dying because I'm going after the shark, right? Exactly. Like idiot. And, and you're <laughs> for that money, you know what I mean? And you're dying. I'm like, remember that guy in this one when all when when they open up and all the all the all the dudes of Amity are like gonna go hunt this shark and that dude's throwing yeah. dynamite in the water? That's me. You know, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna fucking, you know, uh uh redneck trap this motherfucker. You're dying. Yeah, why am I dying? Not out of choice. You, like accident. You're you because you would die in in the third one when it's the theme park because you you know you're at see you wouldn't be caught dead trying to hunt a shark. I wouldn't be caught dead in a in a in a theme park tunnel. And they open up. They're like, here's a prototype. 
you're gonna be the first ones to go in this tunnel and look at this no, shark. See, this is where you're wrong. I love theme parks. Let me get. I want to let the world. I will let the world know. I love theme parks. TJ loves theme parks. You know what I love more than theme parks? Watching other motherfuckers do the theme park first, right? And then tell me if it's worth my time and or money. There's a local theme park right here in town called Kennywood. Mm-hmm. Kennywood, right? I went over Christmas when half the rides were closed, and I was like, I don't know about this. Shit was shit was bum, mm-hmm. right? And I was mad. I was talking mad shit about Kennywood. Everyone was like, Kennywood's good. Kennywood's good. And I was like, before I go set foot into Kennywood again, I watched no less than four hours of motherfuckers on YouTube going through Kennywood. And that's when I was like, I'll give it another shot. And you went there recently? I went there recently, had a ball, right? But let me tell you, they had, they had this thing called the, st- the, the <laughs> wait, so you saying that these motherfuckers go and do a video and then they'll be like, it's fine. And then I'll show up. That's what yeah. you're laughing at. <laughs> yeah. No, and you show up on the day that the goddamn shark comes into town. <laughs> <laughs> so they open, they open a new SeaWorld in Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi or Dubai, Abu Dhabi, somewhere like that. They open a new SeaWorld there and Jordan, they have these fish tanks that are in giant tunnels around you that as you go from section to section, they also have these fish tanks that are, I shit you not, five stories tall with five story tall windows that you can like walk up in. And I watched a video of people walking there and I was all like, that shit gonna break. That shit gonna break and all these motherfuckers mm-hmm. gonna die. I'm good. I'm so good. I'm, listen. I've gone to aviaries. I've gone to aquariums and stuff like that. And any time that the water is like arching around me, I was like, we could walk through this area a tad bit quicker. Just a mm-hmm. touch. Okay. Do I trust engineering? Yes. Do I trust every <laughs> motherfucker in the world? Hell no. Do I think someone somewhere is doing something on the cheap? A hundred percent. So. Sharks still going to get you though some kind of way. Some kind of way. Watch, I don't care be at your funeral. I'll be at your be, funeral, and that shark is like, "I'm here, yeah. motherfucker." It's, I don't care. I don't care if it's Jaws or a goddamn Sharknado. A shark's taking you out one way or another. Man, let that be a Sharknado. I wouldn't just be like, "Yeah, I guess I'm dead." <laughs> I guess I'm dead. I haven't even seen. Have you seen one of them movies? Man, I watched. I watched one of those movies. Ironically. And there was a part where I was like, let me guess. This happened when this person was... Because like this one kid, this one lady, she has a scar or whatever. And you know they go into the whole thing like, what happened? The music gets all quiet. And I turned to my friend and I said, watch, when she was seven. Right? Just bullshitting mm-hmm. around. And sure enough, she was like, when I was seven. I was like, how the fuck? Oh, man. <laughs> it's like that. Yeah. It's one of those. It's one of those. I ain't dying by no shark. That's your ass. Only we'll you see. and only you. We'll see. No, we won't. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to be at your funeral, but but lo and behold, if I'm ever at your funeral, I'm gonna be like, I ah, told you. <laughs> You're gonna be like, I see the shark. Baby. You're gonna be one of them, one of them half caskets because that shark beneath your leg. Grown Men Watch Kid Shit is a Moon Street Media podcast. Intro and outro music was created by MPC. Want to find us online? Check out our social media links in the show notes.